Did you watch the Muppet Show with um, Kermit's new girlfriend? No, I sure didn't. Blasphemy. I don't like it. It's it like they make the Muppets go a little bit too blue. Like the Muppets are talking about sex a lot, and it's like, like, but like kind of like cheeky, but like it still is like too much. Like I, you know, you don't want to think about the Muppets having sex. Not most of them. Just kidding. There's none of them that I. <laughs> Which Muppets do you want to think about having sex? Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> together. Yeah, together. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Gearheads, the podcast where we talk about Richard Gear movies, all the Richard Gear movies. My name is Sarah Grether Pollywall. My name is Elise Winks. And uh, we're really, really excited to get into this movie today. Um, we made the mistake of <laughs> hanging out. Like after we both watched it, but before the podcast, and we didn't want to talk about it, but we like wanted to just talk about it the whole. It was time. like but we did it. It was we like two strong. hours ago, so it was very recent, and we both kept yeah. being like, "Okay, but do you never mind, never mind." Like it was the hardest thing probably I've had to overcome in my life so far. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> I can't think of anything else no. this past year. Oh no, no, nothing. This no. Just not being able to talk about Richard Gere for two hours is uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most difficult. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess the format of this show, we kind of go through the movie and talk about it. That's it. You got it. That's it. Uh, and there's great. some stuff at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, dang it. I forgot again to come up with a would you rather um me too but, but i we'll... do have i do have a little bit of trivia i looked up oh you did i did too oh it's probably the same trivia <laughs> yeah there wasn't very much to find there was one trivia one <laughs> on imdb <laughs> one trivial pursuit yeah. <laughs> um <sighs> all right well do you want to uh do you want to okay first of all well okay let's Elise. say we watched blood brothers we watched blood brothers now we but did we watch Blood Brothers? Because uh, it's not available anywhere, and Elise found it, but it's called what? What was it called? I forget. It was like the mysterious... It was just like family drama, compelling performances, Richard Gere is what it was titled. <laughs> I think it was just so it wouldn't get taken yeah. down, because it was like just free YouTube. Uh, it was yeah, available it's, to... It's me. called Multi-Layered Family Drama Rated R. <laughs> Rated R. It's uh, it was available to rent on like Apple, I think, and it was actually only a dollar ninety nine. But listen, oh wow, I'm unemployed. But the YouTube I will version was quality. I can, yeah, it was yeah, pretty good. Exactly. I have watched way worse quality full movies. I've I've watched movies where the entire thing was like flipped backwards, but like anything to save a buck, <laughs> like a mirror image. Yeah. <laughs> so like everybody just looks a little off. <laughs> or like sometimes you watch it and it's like a small window in the top of the youtube window and like the rest of it is just like some like weird like landscape but like it's, it's just like, like three the small... inches big but I'll yeah my <laughs> it's like, i guess and... this will do <laughs> um so yeah we watch multi-layered family drama also more popularly known as blood brothers blood brothers one word not two. Uh, not two. <clears throat> this is a 1978 film, so one year before the one that we watched last time. No, it, they came out the same oh. year, but Burr. the one we watched last time was filmed well before this one because that one took so long. Days of Heaven, it took so long. Oh, this edit. one didn't take long to film? This one <laughs> wasn't the yeah. same? there's a slightly different land, Sweeping landscapes? Okay, well... This to movie, some that's a, that's your opinion. <laughs> okay, I mean we're all entitled to him. Um, the director of this one is named Robert Mulligan, mm -hmm. and he also directed To Kill a Mockingbird, which is a fact that I found shocking because <laughs> that is a great, wow, beautiful, like a well done. This is maybe this neither was, of those okay. Things. But I it will was, have to say, like late in his career, so maybe he was just like, <laughs> eh, okay, whatever, phoning it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first, I, I'll say half of this movie, I was like, what? Who is who? What is what? Where are they? It what are they took doing? Me a solid forty minutes to untangle the relationships and who was related. I mean, they're all related, but like how okay. they were related. 
part of the reason that is is because he looks the same age as his brother dad <laughs> in real life that actor is only 12 years older than him is that That's the trivia, the only trivia I've had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, 12 years older and like he like looked good for his well i mean i guess he i don't know how old anybody well, like okay. was when they filmed this our friend richard was supposed to be 19 years old like his character was 19 and then no. no i i swear like when i watched i was like he, this this boy is at least 27 i had no idea how old he was supposed That's to be because but... as an act like as a person he was that old but yeah i knew it took place in new york somewhere couldn't figure out where i thought maybe like queens bronx. but yeah the bronx i i had to google that <laughs> this movie at one point he said I want to get out of the Bronx or something, or I've only lived, I've only known the Bronx. And I was like, okay, finally I know where they are. Cause there wasn't as many New York shots as I, like, I was like, are they even filming in New York? I don't know. Like it was, it looked like it wasn't very New York-y. It could have been like any like mid-sized city in anywhere in America, but it was. And you know, my favorite character in any movie is New York. (laughs) She's, she's always a, a side character at least she's one of the main I mean, characters at least more like a main. not in this one in this one she was a supporting character at best yeah. um, um so it's it would it, oh yeah go ahead i was just gonna say just um it's <laughs> just like a family drama about a very 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 italian family living in the bronx and like two brothers basically and one of their sons who wants to maybe take a different path than them but is having a hard time because his dad's it. in a union like construction job right mom is stay at home brother's anorexic <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> anorexia is not funny which okay but <laughs> it's not it's not funny it was just a very weird um side plot like okay well okay so yeah you're right like thank you for that's a really great way you explained it it's <clears throat> they uh it's a it's a very in-depth look i would say at like a very uh, italian american family and like how and hard it is struggling yeah how hard it is to claw your way out of a family cycle of abuse and horrible behavior <laughs> okay yeah. so it's okay so it started off with the two oldest older guys in a bar and I, I wrote down people's names and their relationships because for something that had like six characters in it, this was extremely hard to figure out. Um, well, they looked different. A lot of them looked different in every scene, too. Yeah, they the did. <laughs> That's true. The guy that was the dad, he did kind of kind of have a resemblance to Richard Gere. So that was like, that's good. Yeah. That kind of helped a little bit. He had a mustache. But his name is Tommy. And then it was his brother, who I think his name is Louie, but everyone just calls him Chubby. So we're in a bar. Oh, that was his. Oh, so that was his uncle. Oh, that was Richard his uncle. uncle. Yeah. So those two are brothers that we start off with. Yeah. And they're just behaving. And he is kind of chubby. And I have to say, 70s fashion was not kind to the chubby men. Like a high waisted bell bottom and a polyester tight fitting shirt is not is not the most flattering the, look. Yeah. Um, one of the... Well, I won't even say flattering. It's not the most comfortable look for them. Yeah, itchy. Itchy and hot. One of my notes that I wrote hot. down was just polyester. Because <laughs> yeah, the amounts so of much. polyester in this movie are groundbreaking, I would say. Um, it starts off... Like, the music at the beginning, I it sounded like a cop show. Like a 70s cop show where it's just like... Like the Brooklyn Nine-Nine opening theme, basically, is what we opened up on and then there were a couple times where it sounded like um like brady bunch music like throughout the movie where it was just like yeah it it just felt very tv to me the whole vibe of that was like this is a tv show but also it's a two hour long movie which honestly i would have been like this is a great tv show Mm -hmm. that's fine like not well it's not great but like this is a this is a fine and i i struggle because like i didn't like the movie but it has stuck with me all day like, I know it's seriously and not just because we're going to be doing this podcast, but like I have thought about it and been like, oh man, I hope they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> A truly shocking fact that I learned is that this movie was nominated for an Oscar. No, yeah. best adapted screenplay. Wow, <laughs> that's a, wow. I was going to look up what else was nominated that year, and I forgot to because that's what I do, but <sighs> that was the year everybody else took a break. Yeah, there, it was actually the only movie that came out that year. 
But yeah, it starts with Chubby and Gear's dad. Tommy. Who rock? No, Stony. Gear is Stony. Yeah, Gear is Stony. Okay, Stony's dad. Stony de Coco. Stony de Coco. Um, Stony de Coco. Da 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 da. Um. <laughs> uh in a bar and then all of a sudden they're fighting and there's a toilet paper fight where they run into the bathroom it's like he goes on a date with a woman so it starts off with those two we got chubby and tommy chubby goes on a brief date Mm -hmm. with a woman i was confused because i thought he was well he is married right they're both married Uh, yeah i mean yeah i I don't know about chubby like i I thought chubby was four different people throughout this whole thing so (laughs) and i'll also tell you why i was really confused later about this movie oh, okay. about this all can't this wait part. little little teaser for later yeah um yeah the so accents can we talk about the accents in general yes. in this mm-hmm. they are like this most hammy over the top i mean maybe some of those guys are actually like italian americans with that accent but i know for a fact richard gear is not and his accent was wild <laughs> it was all over like it was wild and he is from like i think philadelphia so he doesn't live that far from here and he should know he should know better he should know and you know to be the acclaimed actor he is like you know he should he should know he i feel like he did a better chicago accent when he was in the movie we watched last time yeah he did i think so too oh i was gonna say about a couple notes from last time i was gonna do it at the top but i forgot so i'm just gonna Stick it in now. Number one, I really need to address the fact that I not once but twice talked about the War of 1912, which was not a war. You guys all know about the War of 1912, right? <laughs> That's not a thing, and that wasn't me making a joke. That was me being extremely stupid. I meant the War of 1812, which has nothing to do with that movie. Uh, not to dox myself. I mean, but the last place some of the I events that a... happened in the War of 1812 could have been butterfly effect. You know, you oh, don't know. It has something to do with the events in that movie. <laughs> sure okay <laughs> the last place i worked was um it had the words historical society in the title and i feel truly ashamed of myself you've just outed yourself fully now I know, at I know. how how much you should know i'm just this. ashamed um another thing i was gonna say <laughs> is there was a moment i picked up on all this because i edited it so i had to listen to my horrible my horrible voice the whole time but um where Sarah asked if the little girl was <laughs> Richard Gere's sister. And I thought she wrote, was she her, his sister in real life? So I was like, no, he's just, she's just a girl. And so then she, Which, Sarah to referred fair, to her as just this random girl for the rest of the movie. And I'd be like, well, she's his sister. And that's why that, <laughs> where that came from. <laughs> it made me really confused. It's like why she was along for the ride. Like why did, um, he, why did this like 20 something year old man pick up a little girl? Right. Um, but to be fair to Elise, I do ask a lot of stupid questions <laughs> and things that should be obvious uh, sometimes aren't. So it's fine that she assumed that that was the case. I have one more thing to say from last oh, time. Yeah. And that is that I repeatedly stated that I don't care about Richard Gere as a person. I don't know anything about his real life. And then proceeded to say a lot of facts <laughs> about him as a person. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I guess I just meant, like, I don't watch interviews of him. Like, Yeah, I'm, I feel like, you know, superficial facts. Like, like I just like that doing that about everybody. Yeah. Like, I just like to yeah. research stuff. He's <laughs> an archivist, guys. Also, if there's any uh, archivist uh, people out there with a job, you know, feel free to... I am hella unemployed. And I could use a job so I can stop crocheting cardigans. But you're so good at it. True. I am. Um, okay, sorry to okay. interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, I I wrote my notes shirt off with 18 exclamation points because I think that's the first time that like I have. I'm sure it's off in Pretty Woman, but it's for some I remember seeing him with his shirt off. It is in Pretty Woman. <laughs> yeah, I have a okay. I have a catalog of. Picture, I print out. I take a screen grab and I print it out and then I keep a binder full of all of them. A binder <clears> full of a, gears. Binder, Mitt Romney's binder, binder full of women. <laughs> That was a joke, by the way. Okay, wait, before we get to that, I need to go through my notes, which are in chronological order. Oh, Um, sorry. I wrote down, I do not appreciate the term, he got winked off. Because somebody said that, like some girl winked somebody off. And as someone whose last name is Winks, I felt like that was maybe taking my name in vain, and I hated it. So, And you are a golden god, and we shall not. I am. And then I also wrote, I am not charmed by these grown men acting like children. 
Like, they I were think we were supposed to childish. They them. were horny children. Yeah. In their 40s. I, we were supposed to feel sorry for them. We were supposed to be, like, kind of proud of them. Like, and I feel like that anyway. And we were not. Um, yeah, one of them mentioned, like, serving in the Korean War, which, okay, cool. We, we've all got... We've all got trauma. We've all, we've all been to wars. Yeah, I went to middle school with a girl with a, my with a girl who told everybody I was weird, and I didn't have any friends in seventh grade. It doesn't mean I behave like you do. <laughs> Sir, right. Same thing. You that also was my you war. also served in the War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> I served in the War of nineteen twelve. I'm sorry. Of nineteen, I got it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. This. Okay. I also want to circle back. Again. Hmm was not making fun of a child having anorexia um no. <laughs> the mom's response she's probably is what the, no offense to the woman i'm sure she's a lovely lady but i would say she's the worst actress the worst actor in this whole i couldn't movie. tell so in that in that moment she overacted not overreacted but overacted her reaction so much that like i had a hard time caring about any of them after that point and that was like five minutes in yeah. um the little boy uh stoney's little brother who's like significantly younger than him mm-hmm. probably like 10 years 10 yeah um is like not eating and it appears that he hasn't been eating and the mom just mom. she looked like you know like the little theater mask that's crying <laughs> like that was her face like wailing she was like pounding um, herself on the chest she was hitting herself in the face i think I'm yeah like, it was <laughs> uh, this something else. i don't remember that but <laughs> that was just uh, what i was doing that was you <laughs> watching this movie <laughs> um but yeah it was just i just it was just very intense um so so then we're so we kind of like see these little snippets of this family and but i then, will say he wins you over immediately first of all because the first thing you see of richard is he's sitting at a bar himself right isn't that that's mm-hmm. before the that home scene yeah 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 so it cuts from his dad and his uncle at a bar to him at a bar. And he's, it's, first of all, what is the decoration in this bar? I mean, did you, do you remember the walls are like covered? It in was like sort of... space. Yeah. Like, it was I kind of like, want to go. Weird, like velvet, sparkly. Like it was very odd. It like was a a hard, hard to figure out the vibe. It's like, I think it's supposed to be like kind of like a club environment. Yeah, like... I think you're right. But he's sitting there yeah. and I wrote down, there's the unbuttoned shirt Sarah was looking for because in the last yep. one you were like he could have unbuttoned his shirt or there could have been rolled up sleeves and both of those we, things we got all that are, this one has like already quite short sleeves that are still rolled up mm-hmm. like it's got, got it you could ever want and he looks good in bell bottoms like he looks like his he's he's not like the most svelte and he's not like the thinnest man oh, oh another oh, thing I wrote notes. was just RTG's butt because yeah I would say the like this. You said the seventies fashion for like an overweight man not great. I think seventies fashion for our guy, perfect. I want all men to dress like that all the time. Yeah, because yeah. I don't mean to sound creepy, but I think he has the perfect body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean it is. It's a very realistic body. I don't think he's like, like I don't need to see buff. abs. I don't need to I see abs. I mean, you've said you've said multiple times that uh, who looks like a toddler um john cena yeah <laughs> two i don't like him no no I, it's like he got good arms hard. it's yeah the arms he's get got, small they he's got good out. shoulders and like you know he doesn't have a six-pack but like he's it, it's great like he just is like a very i i we stand a real body and i feel like he's got a real body and he does average things to keep it what it needs to be and it is what it needs to be (laughs) but also back then yeah okay uh (laughs) but also back then i mean you could be a leading man like now to be a leading man you have to have like abs and like yeah you have to look like captain america like you've got to look like a marvel hero basically all of them right and i don't not everybody even likes that i don't yeah no (sighs) um so mom has a mom really freaks out Wait, uh, I'm sorry. He, he, oh, we skipped okay. over the part where he, there's a girl, like his ex girlfriend, in the bar with a new guy. He like oh my gosh, goes yeah, her home to her house. Yeah. This part was really insane. This is how it started. Like this is maybe yeah. before the opening credits. Follows her home to her house and just like knocks on her door, screams at her. Somehow his 
his uh his dad and uncle know to come there i can't remember if he calls them yeah. they show up with their guys one of them just has a chain that he's like hitting at things okay and at this Real point i was falling asleep vibes. so it was i was in a fever dream at this point of like asleep and awake i was trying to stay sit it up seat it up sit it up because uh so i wouldn't fall asleep slash like acid reflux mm. <laughs> and so i was like doing the whole like head nodding thing and like watching this part so this part felt insane to me because all of a sudden there's just a guy running with a chain and yelling and like i was like who is this like it was but i feel like it was just as nuts even if i hadn't been it like was. in and out of sleep. i was awake and i was very much like if this is what the whole movie is i don't think i'm gonna make it through it calmed down a little i mean it had moments of calm yeah after that and so i was able to do it but it was um the guy that is dating richard gear's ex-girlfriend had a very crazy silver jacket on that i was a big fan of it looked so futuristic that guy fun fact was the original freddy krueger really yeah wow that's great (laughs) good for him man good for him um anyways i'm sorry i just wanted to make sure we didn't skip over that i for i like I mentioned, I have no notes about that because I was slipping. Uh, slipping. So right um, off the bat, you want to like him because he's extremely hot. And then immediately he ruins it because he is just like his gross dad and uncle. And you're then, just like, Bleh. But then his mom's freaking out about his little brother not eating. And he goes over and scoops his little brother up and sit, like he has a very sweet relationship with his little brother off the bat. Big and fan. it's like, I feel like sometimes when actors adult actors work with children it doesn't come across as genuine this is like kind of the second time in these two movies that we've seen him interact with children and like it's like i think richard Gere really does like children and really does get along with them well yeah either that or he's a better actor like he's a great great actor but yeah it yeah it's very cute so this used to be something that our sarah and i's mutual friend jana and i would when we watch TV shows and or movies and things like this happen, we would scream at the TV dad mode because mm. <laughs> this was big time dad mode where it's just, it's as a woman in her thirties at this point, it's a, it's a good look. Yeah. Yeah. That was really Very sweet attractive. because the, the house is so stressful that they live in. The mom and dad are yeah. freaking crazy. They're mad at each other well, all the time. So then, right. So then this, this, this kind of like very intense moment happens and the mom's like, I do all these things and the dad's like, well, I like get the money anyway. Okay. And then again, fever dream, but was at this point when he was like, I've got a surprise, get dressed. And then they end up at a graveyard. Oh yeah. The dad said that. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was right after this, the dad was like, go like go get dressed like we're gonna i have a surprise for you and the mom's like oh great like he's gonna take us out to dinner or something and then they end up at a cemetery to look at the plots that he bought yeah for the family which like i think (laughs) i think this was i I can't tell because i'm thinking about this like as a screenplay and if i was reading this as a screenplay i would be like oh it's like symbolic of like you know, him, like, realizing that he's going to live and die here. You know, like, like Stoney's never going to get out of it. Like, but, like, the way it was just adapted was just so odd. Yeah, it was just, um, like, a weird moment where it was, like, these wacky guys. And then the women are, like, what are you doing? Like, let's get out of here. We want to go shopping. And yeah. then Richard's just, like, you guys are dumb. And then they all just, like, wrestle. Roll around. There's a lot then- of... Like I wrote, there's like so much male on male face touching, which I wrote that too. There's so <laughs> I started much, like, keeping so a much... tally and I lost track. <laughs> like between friends, between family members, like at any point, sweet. like it's sweet, but like there, it just also it just is so excessive. Um, there's also spank, like they spank Richard. They Gere put him over their laps and they spank him at the cemetery at the and cemetery. spank him. <laughs> and it's just like again, I was still in fever dream mode. Um, so I was just like, oh, like what is happening in this movie? But again, I don't think it would have made a difference. I do also have to say, um, hey, I have a surprise. Like, let's go somewhere cool. And then ending up at a graveyard is does tend to happen with you a lot. Um, I was thinking about our vacations. Uh, you know, we've gone on like to Scotland and Boston and Sleepy Hollow. And we do end up at a lot of graveyards. And I enjoy them too. But it is something I that like... do take people. I mean... <laughs> 
I've taken like <laughs> I've taken romantic interests oh, to graveyards. Yeah, and that graveyard yeah, was really here... hard to get to. And we like walked around the edge of a graveyard for like an hour before we could get in the graveyard. That's how much I like to go to a graveyard. Yeah. So I'm just saying, while it is, uh, it wasn't portrayed well here. It could be a fun surprise outing okay, for you, so you and your loved ones. You're not ones. mad about it. You, you're okay I'm not mad about it. I'm just out. saying, I was like, this is so weird that he's taking this from the grave. I was like, well, actually. It's kind like, of Elisa's signature move. It's kind of Elisa's thing. I do really like cemeteries. She's never spanked anyone in a cemetery like they did, though. At least, although what I know. You don't know. You've never been. You haven't been to every cemetery with me. You don't know what I've done. Yeah, true. Um, I'll take that okay. secret to the grave. So here at this point, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, also, I wrote down <laughs> Modell's shout out because <laughs> Richard oh. was talking about all the or Stony was talking about all the places he's worked, and he said he worked in Modell's and it was his favorite of his job. R.I.P. Modell's. Are we? Are it's all the Modell's gone? Yeah, all of them. Uh, I believe so. They might have an online presence still, but yeah um well that's too COVID. bad end of an era that took him out yeah um okay so i i have a story to tell i was fully asleep at this point and i did go back and rewatch where i missed but while i was asleep <laughs> okay i had a, so i was so stressed about finishing this movie because i was so tired and then i had to work today and so i was like i gotta like figure out when it, so i was like very stressed about finishing this movie and in my dream um i was like oh good i'm sleeping and i'm still watching the movie so like this works out right like pure like <laughs> dream logic and i had a dream that R richard gear and his younger brother were in it his younger brother was on a pogo stick and richard gear in order to s get them out of a bad situation or save the world or something like that had to throw a full cake that he was holding and it had to hit his little brother in the crotch and if it hit his little brother in the crotch then like he would like save the world and so he threw it and it hit his little brother in the crotch his little brother falls off of the pogo stick and is on the ground like oh ah. and then victoriously richard Gere goes like this and the music from the movie is playing in that moment where he's running through the construction site it's like that like dun 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 dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. like that music <laughs> And I was like, this is the weirdest movie. I have so much to talk about tomorrow. Like, why <laughs> is this, like, part in here? And then I woke up and realized what was happening. Um, but, like, <laughs> but the music was still playing. And I was like, it's so weird that, like, that is what my brain was like. This is what the movie is. <laughs> That's nice that you had a little built-in soundtrack to your dream there. It is. I mean, that but, is um... a scene that I could see taking place in this. So you weren't too far off. Maybe you should do a remake sure yeah add that in there um okay so they take this the kid to the hospital because he won't eat he's anorexic the mom freaks out at him and he passes out yeah so he goes to the hospital he's gonna be okay stony is very in very, the hospital very scene they're just all smoking the doctor comes into the room to explain what's going on got a big cigar in his mouth so much hospital smoking and it's just like I, w I was like looking at it, it's just like this is so odd to see right like it's so weird but I was like what's going to be the equivalent of that and I think it's going to be cell phones like 40 years from now I think people are gonna be like wow that's crazy like those things give you cancer and like everyone's <laughs> just like walking around <laughs> like they'll be like wow like, they didn't even realize that it, it right. melted their brains and right like they're like sleeping with them on their pillow next to them <laughs> yeah. like like I think that's what it's going to be is like the new yeah, cigarette that could absolutely i can see that <laughs> um okay so he's talking okay i was confused all of a sudden he's like meeting up with the doctor i guess his little brother's doctor albert his little brother's name is albert meeting up his with his doctor and then talking about like what stony wants to do for a living and i was like are they friends already is this doctor just like the doctor noticed that he was good with his brother so he's like <laughs> like took an interest in him i don't understand that very familiar relationship with somebody who seemed to be somebody he just met that was really yeah. confusing yeah it was really weird i was like how did it yeah but from that it, like, get the, we learned that stony is not totally sold on just like following in his dad's footsteps his dad is is he i guess it's i mean he kept saying he was a, an electrician Oh, I guess that was electrician work they were doing because they had wire and stuff. Anyways, his dad works in a union. His dad wants him to do the same thing. And he's kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that. 
And he's like, I like kids. I'm good with kids. I kind of want to work with kids. And the doctor's like, well. Except for I was concerned about his work with kids because the whole Blood Brothers thing, it was, they weren't doing real Blood Brothers. But I was concerned that, like, the kids were like, no, we did this before. And the kid's like, this is how you do real Blood Brothers. Because, like, that was, did your, like, did your parents ever talk to you about that? About Blood Brothers? Maybe. I do remember that being... Well, because when we were kids in the 90s, that was still, like, that was very much, like, AIDS was talked about a lot. So it was, like, do yeah. not share blood with somebody because of AIDS. So, yeah, Which I just think- like, yeah, I remember my dad saying that. I was, like, okay, some someday a friend might ask you to be a blood brother or a blood sister, which means, like, you're going to, like, <laughs> like, like, slit your hand or finger. The time comes and for every little blood. girl when right, her friend like- asks her. <laughs> <laughs> to like, smear her blood that, that into her own. And whippets and um that whippets and uh, Ouija boards were all in the same conversation about like don't do these things. Wow, whippets. I had to learn about whippets on Saturday Night Live. I didn't know what that was. Well, I didn't know what it was called. My dad said that like um sometimes your friends might go to like get some whipped cream and like suck the air out of it. Like they didn't call it whippets, but I later found out what it was when I did it. No, just kidding. I did. Your dad's so cool. I don't think my parents my know so that cool. that's a thing people do. Maybe my dad because he was a middle school teacher. My mom my dad installed a healthy dose of anxiety in me for things that would never come up. I've never been invited to do any of those things. <laughs> hey, Sarah, you want to do whippets yeah. after this? Only if we can do it while uh, playing with a Ouija board. And I would never blood sisters. Oh, and then blood sisters over the Ouija board at the same time. That at seems like time. some sort of spell that would make some really bad things happen. Yeah, especially if we did it in a graveyard where we're spanking Richard Gear. Yes. <laughs> okay, so he takes the job as a recreation assistant at the hospital. Which how convenient that he's just like, this is the sort of thing I want to do. And the doctor's like, well, I have a job for you. Again, yeah. If anybody out there. Again, this is actually not a podcast. It's just an advertisement. This is me. uh, To show how good Elise is at archiving notes. Like, look at these archives of notes you have. I have three pages of notes. They're so well written. Wow. Yeah. And they have things like gold chains on men. That's one of my notes. I want to talk about my opinions on gold gold chains (laughs) on men because for the most part, it's very bad. Also, I wore a gold chain just because of this. <laughs> well, this conversation. did you put it on when we were was, were you wearing it when we were hanging out yeah i put it on this morning oh nice <laughs> um influenced yeah influenced bad most of the time but occasionally good and when it is good it is very good and i find it really good on ryan gosling who almost always seems to wear a gold chain and i found it very good on richard stoney yeah 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 it was good uh, I'm telling you that 70s um, fashion I liked it like with the like orange shirts and big lapels and tight high-waisted pants I want high-waisted pants for men to be tight. a thing like in uh her did you ever see that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that bring it back yeah 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 I'm in I have a lot of thoughts about the fashion in this movie I guess I can't stop bringing it up but I just I love a 70s moment and yeah it was good <laughs> yeah um so he does his job for like a blip in this it's like just a couple weeks and then he's like uh i need two weeks off dad freaks out at him when he hears he's doing this because he's like that's a job for girls like what are you gonna do be a teacher that's for girls and then he's embarrassed but he's like fine you do that job for two weeks and then you come work with me and so he talks to his boss at work and she actually lets him do it because he's hot i'm convinced that's the only reason there's i you how people get away with stuff and there's no reason yeah. that someone who just started a job and is like hey can i have two weeks off in the middle of this just because my dad wants me to that they'd be yeah. like yeah sure no problem yeah shout out i don't know we can edit this out if it's a stupid thought but like <laughs> i from what i saw i felt like there was a higher amount of diversity in not in like the main cast unfortunately but like in uh like um oh gosh i can never how do i pronounce it b-i-p-o-c I don't know. Is it BIPOC? Okay, well, we'll find out soon. But, um, like, in positions <laughs> of power so and, like, in positions, like, of authority and, like, um, in higher, like, ranking jobs and, like, I feel like I've seen in other 1970s movies. Um, and it wasn't, like, a statement piece. It was just, like, yeah, like, this is how, like, it, it can be. And it should be. Anyway, it was, it was nice to see that. Um, I think I've seen that in like 90s movies like I noticed that oftentimes like women are higher up in jobs and stuff but it's not like a plot point where it's like wow this woman yeah it's just like 
yeah that's the thing and then at some point that changed <laughs> yeah it really did we, and it's like we have to like it's really hard being a woman in this position and it's like okay <laughs> yeah let's just let them have like editor-in-chief jobs and not have to be like can you believe it a woman right <laughs> um so yeah so his dad makes fun of him and so he decides to like go try out being an electrician uh for a couple weeks um Man, cut so to... his first day oh. on the job they like wait wait oh before that yes. before that wasn't it when the two men were talking in the bar chubby and the guy and the bartender in... yeah um about like how they like respectively lost their sons quote yeah did the guy say that he had an 18 pound baby when it came out I rewound it. He's like, 18-pound baby, the biggest the doctor said he'd ever seen. And I was like, that feels like a lie. I completely missed that if that is what he said because I was just like, kind of like, okay, there's like, most of this movie is just hammy. It's over the top. It's too much for me. But there were a few things that I was like, okay, I'm like connecting to this. And that was one of those things where Chubby, I feel bad calling him that, but that's his name, I guess, where he told the story about how he lost his baby like how his baby yeah. died that was like touching and yeah made me be like okay he's a human and yeah. that's like i'll forgive him for some of his antics not forgive him but it's like understandable all of these men it just like the way they react and act in general is just like what sort of trauma are you trying to recover from i feel like it's generations of it because you guys are just they're they're insane <laughs> yeah they behave truly. so badly i think one of my notes with these are not well-adjusted men like they are just everywhere yeah yeah so it cuts to them talking about uh the and also the bartenders uh he believes his son is gay and he kicked him out of the house and hasn't seen him in a few years so they're just for and it felt kind of like a random scene yeah that part didn't um, ever pay off because chubby goes to well, visit the son to ask him to come yeah. to the bartender's birthday party and the son's just like no no and i thought and he then, would show up and he didn't yeah and there was like no yeah no reason for that yeah so he starts his job, and all the guys are razzing him. The and... vibe, he's, like, running up and down the stairs, carrying things. They're all like, you need to go get his coffee and stuff. He's running, like, crazy all they around They give the him place. this coffee order that stressed me out so much because, like, it's 20 people shouting, I want ice, I want black, no sugar, give me a cheese pastry. <laughs> and I was just, like, and he's, like, trying to write it down, and he's hot, and he's sweaty, and they're all, like, being mean. And I was, like, this is an awful – this is stressing me out it's so just, He had a very much. good – like, for sure, I would say he's the best actor in this. And a lot of times when he's talking, yeah. I'm not feeling that because the accent was so bad to me. But I feel like facially and, like, yeah. nonverbal acting, he was really good. And that scene, I was like, this guy, I'm stressed because of you. I'm his, I feel like his vibe that day where he's just, like, running around is my vibe anytime I have to do anything out of my apartment here in New York. Like, I'm just immediately that sweaty. <laughs> like, like it's like, I need to go to, I need to go to Trader Joe's and I need to get a one bunch of bananas. That is all I need to do. And I will come home frazzled as I'll get out, like, just dripping in sweat. I lost yeah. something along the way. I, like, I, yeah, it just but is But all mess. of the men shouting orders and being mean is also me. I am those men, and I'm also stony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I we are one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So he goes and and does all that, um. And then they throw a birthday party, like Elise mentioned, for the bartender who was once part of the union. I'm guessing. I I don't know. He's in a wheelchair. Because they like said like this is what it's about like once a un when like, once a member always a member or and he's Italian like so, like, he's Irish so it's not like he's like one of their Italian yeah. family members or something so yeah maybe yeah. that is how that there's just this real bro club and again I think it was supposed to be a little bit charming and I just had no patience for any of that yeah they throw him this party they get him a motorized wheelchair that was and sweet. I sh yeah I shouted this line at Elise in the subway tonight uh, where <laughs> Stony's dad is like. I'm gonna put my microphone. It's a motor. <laughs> so loud. It was so good. Um, oh, it, yeah. Was, and like the face. At one just... point, forget about it was shouted, which felt very satisfying. Felt, yeah, it was, it was an like, irregardless oh. tossed out. Like it had all it hit all the marks. Yeah. Um. So then they're back home. Wait, I I just wrote Richard Gear toasts that little guy around everywhere. Richard Gear 
oh this is when they went to the movies um oh, yeah. and like well, he just picks he him, him up, up like it's nothing he just picks, he's not he just a four-year-old picks he's him like up 10 and like he always like just like carrying him everywhere it's um really cute. and it's very cute they go see a movie made me jealous of seeing movies oh, um it. richard Gere's pretending to be scared of like the bruce lee film and the little brother's comforting him yeah, it was a very sweet cute. moment okay at one point he gets a girlfriend we haven't really talked about that because it is oh, kind of yeah. it's I don't know. It's, just it's kind not of... a plot point, but she kind of helps him. Like she's a bartender well, she at him. his weird disco club. Yeah, and she's kind of like known as like someone who gets around. I really um, liked her. She's probably she's the best character. Right? Yeah, she's Far. strong. She's sassy. She's got like a you know a past and like. Does she only have three fingers on one hand? Because I didn't okay. ever see that. But she all of a sudden was like. And that's why I'm okay with the three fingers thing, because I was always just known as the pretty girl. Right. And it's like, wait. Okay, when she said what? that, I was like, I thought I dreamed that earlier. So I think that there was like a moment earlier where like in the bar or something. Like, but I don't think we ever see it. I yeah. But she's beautiful. Um That's Mary Lou and... Henner, who's the only other actor in this movie that I'd ever heard of. She was like in the original oh. stage production of Greece. Oh wow, nice. Oh, speaking of Greece, I think that this might have been another film that John Travolta could have been up for. There were a few times where I was like, the way he is speaking right now and acting is straight up John Travolta like. <laughs> like they wanted John and they're like, I guess we'll take Richard again. Like it's I so feel like Richard that he went yeah. from days of heaven to this because it's I mean, he started off yeah. That was a chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Real <Yeah>. good. <laughs> at least just blew a kiss at me. <laughs> um yeah yeah definitely so i feel like this is another one where like they were like who a john travolta type then and it's like well i guess richard Gere. like i don't know why (laughs) which nowadays i would never they are not the same to me but i think back then i guess they're about the same age so like really up for a lot of the same roles but yeah he was very travolty in this movie so as they're at the movies mom's doing laundry in the building and it's been referenced that there's this guy that like is kind of like creeping on her in the laundry room not kind of creeping on her he watches her and touches himself in the laundry room okay sorry (laughs) oh what that's that's gross (laughs) that's not a normal thing that people just do i do that um just kidding i don't i don't um so she's like talking to her friend she's like oh it's so gross and then while they're at the movies um she starts to do laundry and she finds a receipt um from when her husband went to a motel with another woman and and we saw that scene and it sounds like something that he like does a lot lot. Mm -hmm. he's like this is my motel name (laughs) like which is like only slightly different than his real name he's like your name is suki tonight like just like his girlfriend from korea when he was a soldier just like uh gross all around so she sees that receipt and is like well like she's distraught and then the next thing we know she's going downstairs to the laundry room and that guy's down there mr touchy feely so they go up to his apartment and he like doesn't know like anything and he (laughs) like comes just from looking at her like yeah and they unwrap a condom and then he's like "Uh oh oh no and i had a really hard time telling what was supposed to be funny in this movie and i, I don't think that like was that supposed cheating to be. scene was maybe supposed to be funny oh, because then like well okay because like the timing of stuff like because she was just like ugh, like whatever like this is so like annoying and like he was like oh no and then they had referenced earlier like how his mom yells at him like jackie whatever <laughs> and she leaves and then like I feel like the timing was comedic of his mom yelling that. And I was like, was that scene supposed to be funny? Like, I don't, or like, was the toilet paper scene that like in the very beginning of the movie supposed to be funny? Like, was the chain scene supposed to be funny? Like, I think that I, stuff was, I didn't pick up on it. If this weird sexual stuff was supposed to be because I was so upset by it. I didn't like it yeah. at all. So I was just like, no, can this, it was a over? very uncomfortable scene. It was a very gross. No, Cause scene. it seemed almost like he was, developmentally delayed or something so like that was like what's happening here it was not pleasant to watch no and so she like leaves and goes upstairs and then the mom calls the mom of the of the guy calls and like tell and and stoney's dad picks up tommy and tommy thank you (laughs) (laughs) and um and she tells him that like it's why she did and then he beats 
the living daylight out of her and it was i did not like watching that lasted for too long it was awful lasted for too long was too graphic and was like just very unnecessary like we Um, get it we know from the way she behaves we can tell she's an abused right and like Like, and and you know what like if you want to do if you want to do something like that in the film like you know show like him about to strike and then show her in the hospital and then cut but, to like it. yeah you can allude to it yeah we don't have to watch because, it like, we we know like we don't need to see it was uh, that was i don't think i've seen a man beat up a woman that graphically in a film in a long 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 time and maybe yeah. only like once or twice there are definitely some parts of this movie that aged poorly just because like parts of this movie didn't do didn't hit home because it's just like badly done. <laughs> yeah. The parts of it were like that is that's a mistake of the time, and I think that's probably I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't nice though. I didn't like that. No, but it cuts to them in the it hospital. It was not nice. <laughs> it yeah. was not nice. Um, Stoney the... shows up. He's mm-hmm. very mad at his dad. <laughs> Stoney's mad, and his dad is like sedated, and is like, "I'm it's... so happy she's feeling good." It like, was something and... that was interesting to me that I feel like they could have done a better job of. I mean, it is the whole, kind of the whole theme of the movie is trying not to like sink into the sinkhole that is like your family, your your father's mistakes, and like your family's cycle sort of but i feel like earlier on it showed him almost hitting his mom but he like punches the wall next to her instead and i just feel Mm. like he's he's so scared of becoming like his dad and he it's so easy it's just like the easiest thing to get sucked into and he's trying so hard i don't know yeah it's it's well and then we didn't talk about this either but there was like where he gets back with his girlfriend kind of um is really rude to the girl that like helped him out and figure out like what he wanted to do with his life he like calls her the town pump in front of everyone and that's when he's like happy at the construction job like really like buddy buddy with his dad that's when he starts to become like the worst version of himself again and so like then he later apologizes um which that girl gives him like she's a lot more uh forgiving than i would have been like (laughs) like she was just like okay i understand and like um and he you know decides to do something different with his life which by the way when he shows up to apologize to her he's at the hospital in a normal shirt right it's a button-up shirt when he shows up at her door the shirt is 100 percent unbuttoned there's just like somewhere on the way from the hospital to showing up at his girlfriend's house he unbuttoned his shirt all the way just to be like hey i'm really sorry i was such a dick and then like cry a little bit and then he leaves and he's like why did you have to unbutton your shirt for that buddy at least wouldn't you forgive him a little bit more easily if he showed up like that (laughs) you know what yes you're right he knew what he was doing it worked it's a move um yeah so he goes back to the hospital his dad's like uh or he goes back home his dad comes home and is like why was everyone congratulating me um and like they're trying to like soothe him him and chubby um and he's like i guess you really did cheat on me and like he's like i'm gonna like lay down the law when she gets back and like you're not going anywhere and you're not doing anything and like dad just like is unhinged and then he leaves he's for the in bar. a hospital bed because why because they had to sedate him i think so but they couldn't arrest him because um she the like his mom she wouldn't press charges. charges that's right yeah yeah um i just really hated his dad yeah yeah his dad was very bad so then um because uh, so at that point is when so then i think stoney shows up to the bar right with a suitcase yeah so then that's when stoney decides like i'm leaving he shows up to the bar with suitcase says goodbye and then they're like following him and they're like you're not doing this like he really truly was going to go into construction he was like gonna quit the job at the hospital he was all ready to just live that life and then this event made him be like oh i forgot i don't want to do this and so then he shows up packs his bags he goes yeah. and checks on his little brother before he shows up at the bar because his little brother's just like hiding in bed sad yeah and then surprise he so he finally gets in a taxi they're like chasing him trying to get him to not leave in the taxi he like leaves in the taxi but then i the, understand when the- taxi as they're what, like, what? don't go, don't go. And all of a sudden, they're like, wait, take some money. It's just, yeah. that was kind of interesting. Like, that was a nice sort of nuanced thing. I felt like most of this movie, there's not a lot of nuance in it. But that was like, yeah. they are so mad at him. They don't want him to run away. They're furious. Like, they want to stop him. But at the same time, it's like, but uh, I love you. I but want to okay. carry you. So here's yeah. some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's like, how much did you give him? He's like, I don't know. I gave him everything that was in my wallet. Like, you know. Yeah. So 
Um, so then they drive away uh, to go to a Greyhound bus station, but then they make a quick pit stop and he kidnaps a shopkeep, his little brother. <laughs> yeah, a shopkeep is uh, watching his little brother. He picks him up and he's like, "Okay, we gotta go. I don't know how far we'll get. I don't know, like, you know, how long our money will last, but like, we're we're going." Um, and the taxi driver aided and embedded a kidnapper, but it was like in a good in a, in good, a good way. It was a good kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. He yelled at the taxi driver so much in a way that I feel like if I got in a taxi and just yelled like what are you doing go they'd be like get out of my taxi yeah but like again, you're no longer people get away me. with stuff that the rest of us don't so wow yeah wow i guess there's two americas um, oh no <laughs> um yeah and uh and they and then it ends and i was like at that point i was like oh wait no i don't want it to end like i want to like know like where they go like i was like surprised that i was like oh it's over like i know because i was interested in like seeing yeah it, well, like this listen, is like the first kind of happy moment if it's just the stony and what is it albert if it, arnold albert if it's I, just yeah, yeah. The stony and albert show i'll watch that though those two were the sweetest part of it it was very yeah, cute but true. the rest of it was it was a lot and i i, I understand why this movie is so hard to <laughs> so hard to find <laughs> yeah they're like we don't need to produce that much of this <laughs> yeah um i was reading about like how it did and how it was like pretty well received like I was reading some reviews from back in the day and they were all like man it's kind of hammy but they really liked Richard's performance Uh, I feel like yeah he's just starting I think then in a couple movies is when we hit American Gigolo and that's when he really like exploded onto this scene but I think people were kind of taking note of him before that and he is pretty good in this despite the terrible accent um but they were saying I think so yeah they were saying that um one reason it didn't do that well is because this was the same era that like scorsese scorsese i always say his name Mm -hmm. wrong so i say it twice just to cover all my bases um he was also making a lot of movies about italian americans and they were just so much better (laughs) than this one so it's like why do we need this movie we can just watch this yeah yeah it's i mean it's a story it's a tale as old as time um (laughs) i feel like you know we (laughs) there's been so much from like the godfather on like it's just like uh, oh this is a great thing to talk about and to like build a story around him yeah and so i think it's yeah a little saturated market (laughs) yeah of family dramas set in new york city in the 70s i would say don't go for this one first yeah yes that's my take <laughs> but what silver fox rating do you give him in this one <clears throat> for him oh yeah he, okay so we're running out of five silver foxes i'm gonna give yeah. him six silver foxes Whoa. because his bangs didn't do the weird thing they did last time and there was a lot more unbuttoned shirts i feel like they kind of objectified him on purpose because they were like this movie's not great let's distract everybody and i guess hey it worked on me so <laughs> yeah yeah um Wow, six silver foxes for this. Yeah, we gave um, him five last time. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give him five. I'm gonna give him five for okay. this. Um, I like a I like a man in a nineteen early night early twentieth century uh, attire, and I like a man in the seventies attire. But I think I gotta go early 20th century first you like those clothings um, better those clothing but his hair his hair is better in this his hair is good uh, in that's this. for sure yeah good hair um i feel like the clothes yeah. were really were tailored very very well they were they did a good job costume <laughs> costume and, and not set design that bar was very weird but um it looked like i mean maybe it's just because we were watching a bad quality youtube video but it just couldn't i guess it looked like someone like took like a glitter fabric and just like kind of like crinkled it stuck it to the wall yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um oh would you rather have to take those coffee orders seriously (laughs) like Uh they like are truly like giving those coffee orders and like the expectation is that you arrive quickly with them right Uh okay sorry also he was running with the box like he was like holding coffee cups in a box and running i was like no way like that's so unrealistic it would fall like, it would be dropped i would drop it you would drop yeah. it <laughs> i would drop it 
Sarah dropped a corn dog um, today, guys. I didn't want to bring it up. I dropped a corn dog today. I, I've sad. been looking forward to this corn dog for a week. Uh, it's this like corn dog pop up place. We decided to go there today. We got there. We waited for so long. Not so long, but it was, um, it was quite a while. And it came out looking beautiful, like just the most like crispy and beautiful corn dog. We finally found a place to sit and eat it. Uh, and then it toppled out of my little basket onto a public bench, and I had to throw it away. And I didn't get a bite. I got some photos of it but uh not one bite yet and uh devastated it I'm, was, I'm hungry after this i'm gonna eat some dinner <laughs> it was gut-wrenching to watch and then i just sat next to her and ate my full corn dog as you should well it wasn't a full corn dog it was a half cheese dog it half, half corn dog. dog that's true oh it, was it looked it looked good i mean it, it was good. fine it was fine it was whatever i well i'm excited to go back i'm gonna go for breakfast one day um Anyway, um, okay, would you rather have to do the coffee order mm-hmm. um, with all the expectations and you have to see those guys like every day for work and they hate you? <laughs> or um, or be in that uh, be the guy in the silver jacket in that situation with uh, chubby with the chain in the apartment building? Oh, I would rather have to do the coffee orders. Because at least I know how to do that. If yeah. it came to a physical fight where there's a large man with a ch- like hitting a chain on a staircase to scare me, that's true. No, thank you. Okay, okay, better one. Coffee situation or uh, you are having to do laundry while being leered at. Not the guy's not touching himself, but he's leering at you. Oh, I'd rather just be leered at. That's pretty normal. Not just, no, I'm not saying for me, but just uh, being a woman walking around in the city. I feel like that's just, I'm used to that. Okay, I have one. You get leered at. I'm just getting leered at all the time, guys. I have one for you. Um, Would (laughs) you rather be married to, I just always make you choose between men. That's just my favorite thing to do. Would you rather be married (laughs) to Chubby? Or would you rather be married? to the bartender i knew you were gonna say the bartender oh man well aren't you smart i guess (laughs) (laughs) i guess the bartender seems a little bit more stable he kicked his son out though but just for being that's true but like just for suspecting he was gay because he sold jewelry Okay, that's a really bad thing, and that's true. But Chubby is so unstable that I would be feared for my life. And he cheated, he would cheat on you. And this is a lose lose. probably give me like syphilis. Ooh. So, um, yeah, I pick bartender still. What about you? Oh, yeah, probably bartender. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're both ending up with the bartender. <laughs> we can be in a loving, thruple. yay, polygamous. Um, do you have the bingo list? Well, hold on. <laughs> okay, I have some. Hector Lozano is he's Lizano. not here. No. Um. Uh. Steamy scene. Mm, no. Uh. Shirt off. Absolutely, many times. Shirt unbuttoned. Even more times. Has at least seen it already. Nope. I'll just go through. I'll listen to last one, the last one, and and make a list that we can just like keep on hand for future. Yeah, we yeah. should actually make like squares too. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, and then you all can play along. All of you. All of you. This <laughs> unpublic podcast can play along. The aliens that listen. What if someone? Yeah, someone that found it. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, what movie are we watching next, Elise? Ooh, we are watching 1979's Yanks. Yanks. I believe it's 1979. Yeah, it's uh, World War II soldiers in American soldiers in England. Vanessa Redgrave World is War in it. World War II Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Wait, sorry, who's in it? Vanessa Redgrave. She's, she's oh, a fancy she? actress. Oh, she's just like a fancy English fancy actress <laughs> she wears gloves she wears gloves to her elbows she never she wears rings them. on top of her gloves of course she does i remember thinking like that's the fanciest thing <laughs> that you could do as a child like anastasia 
Yeah. Yeah. Like Anastasia. Anastasia. Um, who did you end up picking out of Rob? There was a poll online if who you thought was hotter, Robin Hood, the Fox, or Dimitri. Did you end up, who did you end up picking? I went with Dimitri because he's a human, but it was a close <laughs> call. How, what did you choose? I chose the Fox. <laughs> You have an accent. I've I've talked to you about Dimitri's cheek line and how it bothers me. Dimitri um, is like my ideal man, and he is a cartoon. But yes, I love but when him. he turns to the side. They give him this weird cheek, rounded cheek line that like cuts into his mouth, and it just like makes him look a little bit like a Cabbage Patch doll. And <laughs> I'm into I can't. Ca- I like Cabbage. I patch. can't get over. Yeah, well, that's fine. I just can't, I just can't get over it, and it's what I think about when I think of Dimitri. Okay, but, but uh, when the fox turns to the side, it looks like a fox. Well, that's fine. <laughs> wow. That's okay. Uh, the thing that I like about Fox. <laughs> um, I was talking to our friend Emily yesterday and she was looking at, she was looking for something. It was like some sort of like, I think it's called like a jungle tube or something that you could like make a little jungle at home, but she couldn't remember what it was called. So she Googled zoo tube and she was like, oh, no. if you don't want to see bestiality, don't Google that. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. You can't do that. Can't oh do that. no. Her computer's been flagged now. Yeah, she's on a list somewhere. She's like, no one will believe her. I was just trying to make a little craft. <laughs> it was for my toddler. It was for my toddler. It was supposed to be cute. Um. Well, okay. I great. would. Uh, we didn't do this before, but if I were to rate this movie as a see it or skip it, skip it. Skip it. Yeah. Uh, I would see the last one that we sure. that we saw. Days of Heaven, yes. Uh, see Days of Heaven. Thank you. I keep referring it to as the last one. Days <laughs> of Heaven for every time that I've mentioned <laughs> the last one. Just go ahead and just go ahead and uh, drop Days of Heaven into uh, any time yeah, no that problem. I mentioned. Copy that paste. Last time. Yeah, you got, you got it. it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would skip it as well. It's uh, fever dreams aside, like it <laughs> it was a fever dream in and of itself. That's probably uh, only improved it. The whole cake poetic thing was like it was just so it was so funny that the soundtrack like just really <laughs> anyway um yeah i would skip it um there's much better retro gear movies out there it's true it was movies it was kind of fun to watch and mm-hmm. i had to stop myself from texting sarah about it about yeah. a thousand times during the movie so yeah same you know, something same. to be said for that i guess yes um great it was another great week of uh talking to you about this movie Back so thank you, you Elise. and uh hope you have a really wonderful day everyone Bye-bye. bye bye